What's going on, Geek Vibes World? I am your host, Jawan, joined by my co-host, Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's good, guys? And Dane. What's going on, Dane? It's your fit and nip it twice yet. It's your fit and nip it twice yet. I'm doing good. Yes. Um, Dane gave us a classic note from the one, the only, Missy Elliott. Um, I don't know why I'm giving you guys a sensual radio voice, but I'm going to snap out of that. All right. So you got to go with it like this. <laughs> we're getting into Geek Vibes Live episode. Who knows? We don't care. Uh, <laughs> we're a little. We should probably actually get on today. that. We do need to get on that. And what's crazy yeah, is I actually it. went, I went and I slimmed down all of our episodes. So it's now only our episodes. Uh, Full Court, no, not Full Court Press. Why do I keep forgetting our show's, our show's name on Sunday? What's wrong? The basketball show. It's called Full Court Press. Shit, okay, it is. Full Court Damn Press. <laughs> Wrestling Geeks Alliance. So I could go through and actually get the number of episodes that we're at. But anyway, so we're going to have a debate style to do episode. It. Yes, th- thank you, Dan. We're going to have a debate style <laughs> episode tonight where instead of reporting news, because it's been a slow news week, I'm going to bring up a bunch of different ideas or topics, and we're going to debate which was better. Um, but before we get into all that, we're going to start off with, I don't know why my mouth is, like, on the mic. I was wondering, uh, like, uh, <laughs> you were trying to I down was. that thing. Like a I waiter. was, and what's crazy was I closed my eyes when I did it, too. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Right? Oh my God. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Do you want Big Dana to talk to you while you're doing it? Oh. <laughs> the fact that my no, eyes... No, does that make you feel weird inside? Um, all right, so we're going to start off with some news because it's the only news that we got this week. So a report came out 48 hours ago. Or so. That, or so. Maybe less. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was being eyed to play Joker in the spinoff movie um, that Martin Scorsese is producing. Now, everyone who has never seen a movie of Leonardo DiCaprio's before had a huge issue with it. Then we had a report come out that said that that's not true. Umberto. Umberto dropped us a... um, a news bit bit saying that that wasn't true. Now, what he was saying was not the case, I believe, was that there has not been conversation. But I find it hard to believe any Martin Scorsese film is not eyeing Leonardo DiCaprio or De Niro or Pacino, you know what I'm saying, or his classic uh, core group. Um, But the news report came out to kind of squash the Hollywood reporter. Right. Um, which is very unusual because usually I have no idea. Um, usually Hollywood Reporter and Heroic Hollywood usually get along pretty well. Yeah. Uh, not to say that they're at odds now. No. But there's definitely some tension there. But anyway, Dane, what were your thoughts on the idea of Leo as yeah. Joker and then the squashing of Leo as Joker? Well, here's the thing. Um, do I, would I like, if, if, if we're really uh, taking into consideration what the original report said, that this is kind of a brainchild between Phillips and Scorsese, and Phillips is going to write the script with the uh, gentleman that did 8 Mile, um, 
And then they were going to go from there, and this is kind of Scorsese's brainchild. Yeah, Leo might be someone they, they try to go for. That could be a possibility on a list. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Um, every role that Leo has been offered, uh, for the most part. And now, now, given the fact that this is before he won the Oscar, so he's done a lot of movies. Now he can kind of expand and change a little bit. But he's done a lot of uh, movies. He's won his Oscar. So who knows if his mind has changed. But if we're going to what he's done in the past, he turned down the role of Anakin Skywalker. He's turned down many uh, roles in, in genre films, not just superhero films. So the likeliness is not good. Anyone out there that thinks that Leonardo DiCaprio couldn't kill this role, I think needs to go and check themselves into a mental institution. Um, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, like, you know, I was talking to some of our, our cohorts, if you will, on Geek Vibes. And one of them was convinced that Leo plays himself in movies and doesn't have a lot of uh, diversity when it comes to character acting. That's opinion. Fair enough. I don't know where that opinion comes from. I, I know that his face is always recognizable. He always has that baby face with puppy dog eyes, even when he plays a badass in Departed. But Leo gets lost in these roles. So for something that's like hyper-realistic crime set in the 80s, yeah, this could be a great idea. Do I think that they should go with someone that old? No. Do I think that this could, like, overtake Jared Leto's Thunder? A little bit, yeah. And, uh, you know, even though you give Jared Leto a cool movie with him and Harley Quinn to up his game, it's still going to be a conflicting concept. My whole, it, my whole concept around this, uh, you know, is what they're going to be doing with these other movies they want to do, these Elseworld movies. Uh, they're making it sound almost like in the original report from Deadline, if I can get my computer to work, uh, that this could be like another studio itself doing these DC properties. And I don't think a lot of them would be necessarily like this, where it's a brand new story. I think after that, it would probably be a lot more Red Sun, Superman, maybe Batman Beyond, Kingdom Come, stuff like that. That would be a great cinematic experience. Maybe leading up to Christ on the Earth, that's just, you know, fanboy and me pulling for stuff. I don't know that. As far as the report against the report, I think Umberto is an amazing journalist. I've been following him for a very long time. Um, it kind of turned me off a little bit with his tweet because he seemed to, he seemed to cater towards the D, he, I mean, he literally said DC Extended Universe fans don't 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 fear or something like that. And then at the end of it, it was hashtag don't believe or two words don't believe or something something on those lines. Then you read his report, and it's just. He heard from someone in Hollywood that says that that's actually not going to happen and that Jared Leto wasn't angry or upset. and that So it's, it's a conflicting report altogether. There is no traction saying one way or another. Is it going to happen? Probably not. Would it be awesome? Yes. Is there better choices for that suited Joker? Yes. I don't know. But that's uh, my main thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, the biggest reason why when the whole Jared Leto had an issue with it um, I thought was kind of, uh, I thought was a little bit understandable, was because Absolutely. let's not forget, let's not forget why we don't have a dead shot in Harley Quinn on television. So if Will Smith and Margot Robbie could get rid of characters on TV, I'm sure Jared Leto was sitting there like, wait a minute, what if people really like this Leonardo DiCaprio as Joker? And then right. they go, Flashpoint, boom, different Joker. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, hold on a second. I just lost my job. Yeah. So if I'm him, it's like, yeah, like, you wouldn't let your girlfriend go hang out with a guy that not only is doing better in life than you, but looks better than you. It's t- it's, it's tempting. It's temptation. You, you yeah. don't want to risk it. So, I mean, I I wouldn't be like, yeah, sure. Go, go, go let Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the greatest actors in the past 20 years, yeah. 
go play my exact role, but the origin story of it. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'd be like, hey. Fuck y'all, man. What the, the hell's going on? Oh, man, <laughs> like, like, hey, what the hell? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about that. And I'm like, if he was upset, it makes sense. Like, I'd be upset too. What the fuck? Like, no, no, wait a minute. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, go ahead, Dan. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, uh, just let everyone know out there, you know, and uh, like I'm saying, I'm not going against Umberto and his report with the rap at all. But I'm just saying that we should not be scared of the Hollywood Reporter for reporting this. Variety is reporting the same DiCaprio story. They don't usually put this unless there's some reason to put something on their website. That's how credible they are. So I just don't understand this whole entire DC Extended Universe fanboys and their fears of, 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 of uh, Marvel Studios and fucking The Hollywood Reporter and, and Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's a bit ridiculous, but I just wanted to throw that out there that even Variety is reporting this. Sorry. Well, No, 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 you're fine. I, I think what we also... Um, it's two sides of it. We also have to think about it like this. Picture if we were huge, huge, huge Marvel fans, right? Mm-hmm. Picture if Marvel had the same start DC had. Right. And we were diehard Marvel fans. And every report that came out was of somewhat negativity about Marvel. We'd be like, well, wait well, a second. You know what I'm saying? We'd be like, hold on a second. And now, I'm not defending those idiot fanboys. I'm just saying those, those you know, uh, loving DC fans that have been waiting yeah. for this exact moment. In you mean me, you, and Joel? Yeah, no, 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 but it's different with us. <laughs> you know what I'm it's saying? Not, it's yeah. different with us because we're not only DC fans. Right. So that's why I didn't bring us up because yeah. we're not only DC fans. I'm talking yeah, about those right. guys who barely even watch anything Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's, they wake up DC, go to sleep DC. That's dedication. So, right, that is dedication. <laughs> So to wake up every morning and it's another news story that is shrouded by some sort of negativity, you just kind of go, well, is it you trying, you know, is, is it just people not knowing what to do with this, you know, this franchise? Or is it really that discombobulated behind the scenes? And it's yeah. probably just frustration. Now, to Dane's point, fuck all that. These guys' job is to report news. So if they get a phone call from somebody in Warner Brothers that goes, yo, guess what name just passed by uh, Warner Brothers' desk from Martin Scorsese for this Joker solo, mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Their job is to then send it to a writer, have him write up a report about it, and break that news. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody from Warner Brothers goes, you know what, we didn't really want this name to get out there yet. Tell them that shit's, you know, that shit's false. Bullshit. Umberto then calls someone from Warner Brothers who goes, no, I just heard from Warner Brothers, and they just said that's false. Right. So now we have two conflicting stories out of the same camp. Called uh, good, uh, like, when they're trying, like what you just said. Yeah. They're trying to avoid the issues. Exactly. Now, when we brought this point up to the director of Logan, remember how I said a lot these directors and studios don't want information like that getting out so far ahead of a movie that they just immediately deny it. Right. Now, wasn't Deadpool an opening credit to Logan? Yeah. So he was he was around the movie Logan. Well, he wasn't yeah, he wasn't clearly So long. Umberto's story wasn't far fetched. It right. wasn't complete it garbage. Wasn't spot, right. It was definitely in the it was the exactly. ballpark. Exactly. So if someone's calling Hollywood Reporter or Variety or, or whatever these uh, news outlets are and going, hey, 
Guess what name just came by the desk? That's not something we should go, oh, that's bullshit. It could have been, and then Umberto could have called a day later, and his and the, the guys that he reports to or report to him told him, nah, man, Warner Brothers just called us this morning and said that shit's false. Right. It happens. And what people fail to realize is it happens more so in sports than it does in, 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 in movies <laughs> where reports are kind of being knocked around from different people. I mean, we just had, and not to go too far off tangent, we just had Stephen A. Smith say, if LeBron sees Kyrie, he's going to slap the hell out of him. Then we just had Kyrie go, I have no attention. <laughs> so, I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, we actually have two callers, if I can get back in here. Here we go. All right, we're going to start with um, Jesse, I believe. We have him on standby. standby. Jesse, what's going on? If I can get How's it going, here. guys? Hello? Good. How are you doing? Hey. Yep, yeah, you're on. Hey, man. I, I like the show. How you doing? Um... Good, we appreciate um, it, man. We appreciate I, 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 so I don't, I don't understand exactly. So Leonardo DiCaprio is replacing Jared Leto in no, Harley no, Quinn no, versus no. The... No, let, no, okay, I'm let, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 you're fine. So the story let me, was. Let me actually try to clarify. Basically, things. from what the original report said, is that uh, this is an attempt. Uh, this is an exact quote. Uh, this will be the first film under a new banner that hasn't been disclosed yet, that has yet to be named, in which Warner Brothers can extend the canon of the DC properties and create create uh, unique storylines with different actors playing their iconic characters. So it's them establishing other stories. They'll have the DC Extended Universe. Think about it very similar, and I don't know how DC will actually go about doing it, if they'll do it correctly, but how Star Wars has in their universe, stuff that has to do with the, the uh, Skywalker. Right, right, right. You know, yeah, I get, I get what and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I understand. But mm-hmm. this will be a multiverse concept, which is what DC Comics are known for. Sorry, Elseworld. Yes, but, Elseworld, but, exactly. but, but But where does Leo DiCaprio take place? Like, he... Well, that's just I'm a sorry, you, were, you, 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 you lost me at one second. So he he's not doing the Harley Quinn versus the Joker. That's no, still no, Jared Leto. Um, no, what what Martin Scorsese's producing a standalone Joker origin story in an Elseworld. It's in an Elseworld. Oh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you, got you. So, what everyone's getting all in bunches about is they're thinking um, Leo's going to be Joker, mm-hmm. Leto's going to be Joker. Right. Can't be two Jokers. Well, and, it, oh, okay, I got you. Okay. You see well, what I'm saying? You know the thing. You know the thing is too for me. After Heath Ledger, I I really can't see nobody. And I and I grew up in the eighties when um, Jack Nicholson was supposedly the best Joker. But you know Heath Ledger did a performance of a lifetime. So I, it's just hard for me to even put somebody else in that role. You know. I mean. Yeah, the, I mean maybe. It's the gonna be like Wolverine. Thing, the biggest thing is there's not one right. there's not one incarnation of the Joker. There's right. a billion different tellings of the Joker. Right. So when someone says Cameron Monaghan on oh, Gotham. Yeah. Right. So when someone says, Oh no, that's the best Joker, it depends on what Joker you're referring to. Because what we right? keep what we keep trying to inform uh fellow geeks out there is Heath Ledger's Joker was not a form of the comic Joker in any capacity. Right. It was a real life right. version of 
what a yeah he he, he, he he right yeah so yeah. Jack so Jack Nicholson um uh what's his name Cameron Monaghan uh Jared Leto they're actual jokers from the comics Cameron Monaghan playing them when uh, in Gotham in Gotham show. he plays in the show Gotham. Okay, okay. Cameron Mon- Monahan, that, that it sounds so familiar. Right. Um, he actually plays yeah, a yeah. really good Joker. Yeah, he actually does really good. Jerome in the show. Yes, they call him Jerome. Right. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, yeah. right. Yes, he's also from the hit show Shameless, uh, which awesome I got to start watching. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, oh yeah, Shameless. Yeah, that that's why he sounds so familiar. Yeah, he does a great job. He plays uh Ian, right? Yeah. 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 On Shameless. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so okay, okay, stick, yeah, yeah. Stick around with us. We're going to be doing some uh, some debates. I'm going to bring on uh, our our other caller, um, see what his point uh, his view were of the topic, and then we're going to move into our debates. So we'll kind of clue you in on how we're going to go about the debates um, after after this next caller. I'm here. I'm here, man. <laughs> All right, Gerald. So what's your thoughts on Leo? I think Leo will be the biggest thing since sliced bread. Like, honestly, when I saw it, like, uh, I forgot who posted it on the page. When I saw that, like, I literally, like, was aroused. Like, it was like, yo, Leonardo DiCaprio, you have to understand something. I will put $20 whoa, whoa, on the line. Pause, pause. On the line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I will put $20 on the line who can – who can name another actor that's been as that's been around as long as Leonardo DiCaprio and has never made a Russell bad movie? Russell Crowe. That what? That has what? Never made yeah, a bad I, movie. That's never, never made, made a bad, bad movie. movie. I could name. I could name. Hold on. I could no, not Russell Crowe. I got Matt, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, Matt Damon. That's um, um, I don't know Matt about Damon. that. Um, <laughs> This is a very subjective conversation. I would say Matt, Denzel Washington, uh, but I mean he's probably had bad movies. Uh, Leo no, Denzel really did, uh, that, 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 did uh, the preacher's wife, which was, that was, was terrible. a horrible movie. Yeah, Flight which was terrible. He also did Out of Time, and I didn't really like Out of Time no, or or that uh, or that Western movie. I wasn't a huge fan of that. No. Out of time wasn't bad. Out of time wasn't bad. It was no, cheesy. No, it wasn't bad though. It was nowhere near Denzel's best. It wasn't because of Denzel. It was a bad movie, but you can read it and then and someone has some crazy background noise. Gerald How about Matt Damon? How about Matt Damon? Matt yeah, Matt Damon had a bad movie. I forgot what it was. Yeah, like two. A... He had two. The last one he had that came out this year was was it tanked in the box office. Which one? The one with the, the uh with the samurai with the huge oh, dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. The one that we thought he'd be perfect for Green Arrow for yeah. because of that role. Well, well, Leo, Leo, Leo had a couple bad movies too, no? Same one. No, Leo. one bad movie. Time out. Leo has one arguable movie, Man in the Iron Man, but it wasn't because of him. The movie. I liked it. I never seen it. Are you kidding me? He he did phenomenal in that playing two different characters. Come on, I just said I just said it wasn't because the of beach people. wasn't that great, but it was still better than a lot of movies. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, what we're getting at here, Gerald, is there's other actors that have a very impressive run in the uh, in the span of, and a lot goes into a bad performance more so than just like, oh, that actor did bad. Like Russell Crowe, if he was really good in the movie, but the movie tanked in the box office, it could have been for every other reason except for his performance. So you can't just go, oh, well. You know, well, the movie did bad, so he did bad. That, that doesn't really it doesn't really combine that way. But I get what you're saying. Leo is possibly one of the greatest actors we've had in like the past ten going on twenty years. Um, he's he's one of those caliber actors that if you say his name for anything, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I, I, that automatically is positive. It's not negative. You know? Exactly. Yeah. He could be playing a fucking gas station clerk in Iowa. Um, that's it, and you're going to be like, wow, this movie's going to be amazing. Right. <laughs> I think the newest form of that is Tom Hardy. I mean, you talk about uh, or Michael Fassbender. Or Michael Fassbender. You talk about guys who get into a role. I mean, and let me say this. Let me say this to uh, the person who said that Leo is just playing Leo. I just want you to know that term works for like... Cop Noah! That, that, that term works... Of course you said that, Dane. That term works for, like, movies. <laughs> like, Seth Rogen plays Seth Rogen in every fucking movie. You don't hey, watch no, what are you talking about? Seth Rogen, yeah, definitely. Seth Rogen is always Seth Rogen. Big, big, you, know, you, know who, you know who is really good, though? Jonah Hill. Yes. Yeah. Jonah Hill's a great character actor. Yeah, he is. He actually proved to be the best actor, well, the second best actor out of that whole Superbad movie. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Who's the first one? Emma Stone. I would say, yeah, I would agree with you. Yep. Um, All right, let's get get into our first debate. Um, Okay. All right, so our first debate is going to be, what was a better movie? Not better. Casting. Oh, by the by the way, by the way, man, I, I I'm sorry to interrupt. I just love this show, man. I, I love meeting other geeks that love movies as much as I do. <laughs> Go ahead. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. That's what we're here for. Thank man. you very That's much, man. Um. All right, so we're gonna debate what was a better movie. I don't want to know about the accolades that came with it. I don't want to know about who stood out in it. Just what was a better top to bottom movie. We're debating Captain America the Winter Soldier versus the Dark Knight. I'm gonna start mm. off I'm gonna start off with Dane. Dane. What was the better all right. I will start off with all these bitchy Marvel fanboys before they go after me, just to let you know I love Captain America the Winter Soldier. I think it's an incredible film. I think it's probably when it comes to an actual movie, uh, something that takes you out of the comic book realm, it is definitely the number one out of all the MCU films as far as like a um, realistic. Uh, it's different. It, it's not very superhero-like. It, it's got that biggest quality. The Dark Knight is the reason why that quality exists with Captain America Winter Soldier. It's the reason why they try to do that. The Dark Knight... If, if if DC movie or comic book movies is the WWE, The Dark Knight is The Rock. He transcends Hollywood. The Dark Knight transcends comic books. It's not about comic books. It's one of the greatest movies. It's, it's a crime movie that's up there with L.A. Confidential and, and, and uh, I'm trying to think, Goodfellas. It's, it's not so much. It's a movie based off a comic book movie, whereas 
even though it's it's definitely the least out of all of them, Captain America Winter Soldier is part of the MCU. It's still a comic book movie. That's all I got. I get what you're saying. Uh, I mean, damn. How do you argue against that? Um, I'm going to try. Oh, uh, yes. And the reason why I like the Winter Soldier more is because if you closed your eyes, right? And now this 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 logic, you know, actually goes for I want to say maybe half the population that enjoyed it that's not a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Majority of the world that's not a comic book fan doesn't know about Captain America. Everyone and their mother knows Batman. Right. Captain America was one of those first movies, and I'm saying one of those, because I don't want to discredit what Dane said, because the Dark Knight kind of did usher in that feel mm-hmm. of an Elseworld, but it is a comic book movie. Um, right. Winter Soldier, if you close your eyes, you'd have no idea it was a superhero movie. It had no superhero element. No, think about it. Think about it. I'm not talking about science fiction elements. It had no superhero element. Like, you didn't see a guy using superpowers. Well, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying the Dark Knight did either. Just just bear with me. Bear with me. Captain America has superpowers. He does. And he does them very, very well. <laughs> but time out. If you're not a comic book fan, right, mm-hmm. you would you would just think the guy is just throwing a shield. You did jump from a helicopter to the ocean. Again, it's science fiction. What I'm saying is <laughs> you, don't, you don't equate I'm it to superhero. And he swam to the boat. Like, that's, kinda, that's super. I mean, Inception is a science fiction film, but anyway, he took down a helicopter by himself. No, not in that one. He did it in Civil War. Hello? Yeah, you're still here. You're still here. Um, No, he didn't take down a helicopter. Yeah, he did when he was escaping uh, the the, what's it called? Oh, and he did take down yeah, an aircraft. Yeah, yes, he did. With his motorcycle and the awesome. shield. That's what that I, was pretty That dope. was the moment I was like, wow, this movie's fucking crazy. All right, well, shut the fuck up, Joel. I'm making my point. Anyway, no. Winter Soldier, to me, I don't know. I, It's just, it's really... Can I, can I give my opinion on it? Or? Yeah, right after, yeah, right yeah. After. Just give me one second, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it over to you. It's just, it's really hard to debate these two because they're almost mirror images of each other. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Do you see what I'm saying? In terms of quality. In terms of quality, right. Shit, all right, yeah, Jesse, I'm going to just go to you. I, I got to think on this <laughs> a lot more. Because yeah. I almost just agree uh, with go James. Go yeah, go ahead, Jesse. Captain America Winter Soldier was a great movie. Great, great, great. I, I didn't even expect this to be that good. Um... You know, the, Peter Parker stole the, stole the show for me. Civil War. Um, nope, you're talking Civil War. Yeah, you're thinking of Civil War. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Winter Soldier that. was which one? The one before that. The way. one with uh, Bucky. The one we first saw Bucky come Oh, well, Bucky, well, Bucky. Right, 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 right. It was a great movie. movie. <laughs> but, it, it, that, no, it was also a great movie. I I actually accept, I actually prefer Civil War in my own opinion. Me too. I do too. I'm not I'm not even arguing that. Uh, I don't. Um, but Dark Knight for me, I could just rewatch the Dark Knight over and over. Like it's just, it's such game changing. It, it, it's it's so good, man. It, Directed. Yeah. Do you know it's the um number four on IMDb's top twenty uh, two fifty? Is it? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. 
Yeah, I think it's Shawshank Redemption is number one. The Godfather is number two. Lord of the Rings is number three. And Dark Knight is number four. Mm, yep. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I might, I may be off on it. But I'm pretty sure that that's it. Like, it, it's such a great, and just the twist that Dark Knight brings, you know, when we see. Harvey Two-Face, <laughs> when we see Two-Face become Two-Face, is I don't know, man. That that was such a great directed movie. So, right. I could understand if, if comic book fans won't like it. But I, I actually think that was a really underrated performance. Aaron Hart as Two-Face, uh, sorry, that uh, I don't disagree. I think that oh, was Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart was really good. That's Harvey Dent. He was obviously the second best actor in that movie yeah. after he. Yeah, yeah. So well, no, the third because Christian Bale did a great Gary job Oldman. as Batman too. They no, were all good. No, yeah. No, no. He did a fine for what he had to do. All right. You can't complain that yeah. this Batman wasn't your Batman. All right. Christian Bale fine. Did just fine. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, no, Jesse, I totally see what well, you're saying. Well, you know, you know, you know, he said that in an Oscar Who did? when he won for the fighter. Uh-huh. Good he movie, said dude. it's not. He, he said it's not. I love that movie. He said it's not easy playing the straight man. Trust me, I know. <laughs> it's true. And I, I think he was referring to the Batman role. Like, I think Christian Bale could probably play a better villain than a hero. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I think that's that. American Psycho. Right, he would probably kill it as a villain. Absolutely, you know. Oh, I man, what if American he was a Psycho is one of my <laughs> favorite movies of all time. All right, Jesse, we're gonna get Gerald's opinion. All right, Gerald, what was, Gerald, what was better, Winter Soldier or The Dark Knight? Winter Soldier, of course. That that movie was. First of all, it was like how I took it as. Now people may not agree with me, but it was like <laughs> it was one of the uh, you know darkest to me, darkest in the um, you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe you know films. Like you had you know you you had Steve Rogers thinking his friend was dead, and then next thing you know, bam, you know he comes out as this brainwashed you know assassin, and. The fact that, you know, they have this epic, like, fight scene. And I do agree with Juwan where there was no comic book, you know. It like, I forgot how you said it. It was like, it was no comic book story arc. It was just like good guys versus bad guys. And But you, you knew it was a comic book movie, but they didn't give you those elements that it's worth a comic book movie. Now, with the reason why I picked Civil War over... The Dark Knight is because I. Uh, we're talking about Winter Soldier. What happened? We're talking about Winter Soldier. We're talking about Winter Soldier. Well, yeah, I picked you know Winter Soldier over the Dark Knight because. Um, keep on. Let's keep the going. Dark, the Dark Knight was like more comic booky, and on top of that, it what? was just. It was. Think about it. It was. It, you had Batman, which is a. An oh. orphan with issues that's a billionaire, okay. you know, right. fighting crime, and, right. you know, he, it was more, you know, comic book. Versus, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to explain it in the best possible way, 
like the reason why I didn't really didn't like the Dark Knight because they, they didn't they didn't really give us the essence of Batman. Like I wanted to see more detective. That's you know, different. <laughs> very not true. It's, it's very different than what you're talking about, though. Well, wait, Gerald, Gerald, Gerald. Go ahead. All right, all right. I need to get I, my two cents. I hear what you're saying, Gerald. But even I'm gonna go back on my own point. I'm going with the Dark Knight mainly because <laughs> mainly because you. the Dark Knight. I, I'm gonna give it mainly minute. because it was you and him, and he decided to go back with us. <laughs> I'm like, I can no, see I that. Gerald. No, no, no. But seriously, the biggest edge I give to the Dark Knight is the Dark Knight is down the best out of the three, out of its own trilogy, hands down. Like no, no one even questions that. It's head over heels better. Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins. I cannot definitively say uh, Winter Soldier is better than Civil War. Okay. I can't. That's me. That's me. I I don't think I can either. So that's the head over heels advantage I give to the Dark Knight. Yeah. That and the fact that the Dark Knight almost became the first comic book uh, film we had to say, wait a minute, can we give Oscar to comic book film? And they did. (laughs) Winter Soldier by no means would have ever been in the conversation for an Oscar. So, um, so I completely, that's why I completely went back on my own argument and, and kind of paid more attention to what Dane was saying. And I kind of give it, give the edge to the dark Knight in that respect. It did more for the industry uh, and kind of shined a brighter light on people up. And made yes. people take superhero movies. Without the Dark Knight, we wouldn't appreciate Wonder Woman as much as we do now. Right. Or right. Winter Soldier. Or even or Iron Man Winter that Soldier. Year. Or even Iron Man that year. Wait, yeah. did Iron Man come out first? Yeah. No, I don't know what's going on. No, out. Iron Man came out in May. This came out in July. Right, okay. So Iron Man was first. Right. But Iron Man still would have never been in conversation for an Oscar. No. And it was great. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> With, I think, that's what I maybe mean. even uh, an equal cast. Right. I mean, you have look at movies like The Winter Soldier and Iron Man. I mean, Marvel's had a lot of great movies. Of course, they had some in the middle ones. But I'm saying The Dark Knight elevated the, the comic book movie genre to another level. Absolutely. You know, and as much as that, and that's not my premier Batman, it's not. Mm-hmm. But as a movie, as just a movie, right. it's a great movie. Maybe not the best Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Even though it, probably, it technically is. <laughs> it technically is. It's I mean, is. we haven't gotten another yeah, solo. Right. To compete There's nothing against. that can really beat that at the moment. I mean, right. Some people prefer maybe the original Batman. With which is, and, uh, which that's is fine. fine. Which yeah, that's fine. fine. But I'm saying the Dark Knight as a as, you know, as a whole mm-hmm. is a, almost, almost perfect film. You yeah. Know? And that's what it is because it's just a crime drama mm-hmm. with superheroes in it. And I know what you're saying that the Winter Soldier you felt like had less comic booky stuff in it, mm-hmm. which I don't completely agree with, but I understand what you were saying. Well, no, I, I, I take that argument back also. Yeah. Fuck you and Dane. Um, <laughs> main reason why I take that back also is because The Dark Knight was, if you think about it, a real-world scenario right. of if a rich guy had enough mm-hmm. and decided to use his right. money to help protect his street. That was way more realistic than the way more fucking Skellians at the end of the movie. That's what I'm trying to say, Gerald. How is that, how's the Dark Knight like more comic book? I mean, sense. even Falcon jumping out of a, 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 yeah. a, a, was the building, was it falling or was it blowing up? Blowing and up. jumped right into a helicopter. Let me, let me ask you guys something. Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. If, 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 if Martin Scorsese, if, if it's true that he's actually has much more of a hands-on approach with this, and this is partially his idea to do with Phillips, 
do you think that's that this would have ever been anything Martin Scorsese would want to be involved with if it wasn't for the Dark Knight movie itself and Christopher Nolan? Yes. I'm going to say yes, only because of Joker's uh, origin. If it wasn't more of that gangster type of feel of an origin story, I do not think this is a property he would really have that much interest in. I, I mean, it fits in the fold of what well, Scorsese. Maybe, maybe I worded it wrong. I'm not, I'm not uh, necessarily talking about just Batman films. I'm just talking about having a director of caliber of Scorsese, almost like oh, a. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, like saying, being interested in comic book movies. You're saying yeah. would he take comic book movies uh, seriously if right. not for the Dark, the Dark Knight? Knight right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah, I yeah. Can't argue yeah. That can't argue that at all. At all. Like at all. It's, it's, it's like I said, it changes people's opinions. Yeah. Forever. It changed the landscape. Yeah, it did. It really did. It, it made people take things seriously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're here to stay. Yeah. Like, we'll mm-hmm. be here for the next two decades. <laughs> six yeah. decades. To the point where, like, a sequel couldn't even live up to it. Yeah. That's true. You know, that's like, true. It's hard. it's hard. That's true. Even though I think The Dark Knight Rises, what took the legs off of that was uh-huh. Heath Ledger passing. Yeah. That, I mean, it also, that, it also helped get eyes on it. Yes. You know? That and the fact that Nolan came out and said he didn't want to make a third one. Right. Warner Brothers, so I'm like, well, you kind of have to. You kind of have to wrap this <laughs> shit up, man. All right. He had to wrap that up like we have to do this topic. Um, I want to thank Jesse. Uh, thank you a lot for uh, calling in, calling a little later. Uh, and thank you also, Gerald. Uh, we'll get both of you guys back on later. Um, all right. So I'm going to introduce another topic. But first, I'm going to introduce Daniel into the fold. What's going on, Daniel? Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Awesome. How's it going, guys? It's going great, man. Doing great. we got a lot to debate. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. All right. So we're going to get into our second debate here. This one might be even harder than the last one we just I don't did. I know if I like this one. Uh, especially because I already know what Dane's answer is going to be. All right. So we have the Avengers versus Civil War, Mm-mm. and we are talking what movie was better. I don't, I, like I said for the last topic, I don't need intangibles and stuff like that. Just top to bottom, what movie was done Bang. better? Okay. Um, I'm going to start with Daniel. Daniel, out of those two films, which one was better? Uh, I... And probably the unpopular opinion, but who knows? But uh, let, let's open it up here. I, I'm probably the unpopular opinion, but I'm going to go with the Avengers is better than Civil War. I don't think it's unpopular. Um, Woo! Okay. Uh, I, and now you said intangibles and all that kind of stuff, but I just want to let you know I was a little butthurt after Civil War came out because of all the backlash from BVS. And I felt that Zemo's. Um, his motivation for everything he was doing for pitting uh, Captain America's side against uh, Iron Man's side was very similar to what Lex was doing in yeah. uh, Batman versus Superman. And really nobody liked what Lex was doing, but nobody had a problem with what Zemo was doing. So it was a little butthurt with that. Uh, yeah. I didn't Quite think it was, it was all that original. But overall, Civil War is an amazing movie, but... For what it is, Avengers, the first time we're seeing all of those heroes together and what they're fighting for, and Loki is without a doubt the best villain we've seen in the MCU. Hopefully Thanos is unbelievable. But 
I believe that the Avengers is way better in just in terms of story and introducing and balancing all those different characters, something that they kind of weren't able to do in the second one, even though I will still defend Age of Ultron to the end. Um, I feel that Avengers is the better movie than Civil War. I mean, you and Dane, I got to stop letting you guys start. (laughs) (laughs) I went into this like, oh, Civil War. And now as soon as you said, I'm like, shit, maybe I got to like watch Avengers again. Um, No, I completely understand what you're saying. And I was possibly one of the few people who said BVS was going to be better than Civil War. Man, do I wish. Man, do I wish. And everyone, everyone who, everyone who kept coming at me. I was always hoping you would. Right. Everyone who kept coming at me. My my defense is the same. You're telling me, I was supposed to vote against the first time ever Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman were on the screen together. I was supposed to go against that shit. And just that reason alone is the reason I liked it as much as I did. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So, and then Ben Affleck looked amazing as Batman, right. like the trailer until the Doomsday trailer, which <laughs> is literally the Doomsday trailer. Right. Um, it was over. Right. <laughs> ben Affleck looked like the Batman we had all been dreaming right. for. Right. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill as Superman coming off of Man of Steel, the amazing. Superman we wanted, you know, we've always been looking forward to. And Gail Godot, her as, all we saw at that point was just her as Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. What I wanted my Princess Diana to look like. Had a great introduction. Exactly. Scene. So mm-hmm. if you're telling me all those things put in one, um, you're telling me that I'm supposed to side against that? Hell no. Hell no. Martha. <laughs> Shut up, Dane. Just forget that. <laughs> hey, I, I, I will. I will defend that ending. I will Wait, defend. Go out. for it. Time out. Hold on, Daniel. We're not done that. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. 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 Really quick. When everyone goes, that Martha scene was dumb, we technically had a Martha scene in Civil War. But the mommy died? Sure. The mom, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. It still sucked in, in uh, BBS. Yeah, and now it wasn't it as was cheesy. Right, it wasn't as cheesy as BBS's yeah. was written. Yeah. But it was still one of those things where it was just like... There's a very simple happened. explanation for that, though. No, I I understand. We, under, we understand the purpose of it. Yeah. We're just saying it, just was not right. it was it wasn't written the best. The execution sure. was not sure. Right. The execution right. was poor, but dramatic I, I enough. Right now, I mean, a, a mirror image to that is um, Cap could have called Iron Man one day and was like, "Hey, I kind of saw this video. Winter Soldier killed your mom. Now he was <laughs> under he was under mind control or whatever. Take that as you want, but me being your friend, I had to tell you." And that whole mm-hmm. scene didn't really need to happen. Same as all Superman had to do was go, hey, Batman, look, Lex is trying to kill my mom. I'm just trying to save my mom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't give him a chance at all either. But once Superman kind of had Batman cornered, he mm-hmm. could have stopped and had that conversation. Yeah. Same as Cap could have had that if, conversation. If, if, Tony, <laughs> if, <clears throat> if Tony at some point doesn't look at Bucky in some way in – uh, Infinity War or Avengers 4, like when they're fighting beside each other and like yeah. Tony does like a, a little blast or something to help Bucky and they both look at each other and then Tony doesn't give him some sort of like look, I'll be upset. Because how do yeah. you just not, how do you just get over that kind of thing? I know, yeah. I know he's in Wakanda, but. You have to call back to it eventually. Honestly, yeah. I, and I'm going to pass it right to you, Dane, but honestly, I kind of want the opposite. 
I kind of want uh, no, no, no. I kind of want Bucky, to, uh, his wife, uh-huh. to be in danger. Uh-huh. Tony to saves him mm-hmm. and then gives him a headshot. Mm-hmm. Like this is bigger than us. Right. We'll handle our issues True. after, but bigger than us. Right. This is the Why not Tony just be a piece of shit and just yeah. like not save him at all? Like you know, like let people, like, like let him Bucky die. Survives, yeah. like, no, no, Bucky survives, but it, but Tony just doesn't even help him. He kind of like looks the other way. So wait, so you're like, saying I mean, he's, Drago, his characters become dark? Huh? So you're saying you're saying Ivan Drago, if he dies, let him die. <laughs> if he dies, <laughs> if he dies <laughs> let him die. Yes. Let's talk about the new Rocky movie with Ivan Drago in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right, Dane. What are your oh, thoughts? Man. The Civil War. Uh, Avengers or Civil War. All right, so this is movie, um, Civil War, and it's it's a fantastic film. Um, I, I love actually the storyline of getting from the, the how they have the whole elements of, of Bucky and stuff like that, um, with him killing Tony's parents and and tying things together and making it about whose side are you on, going by the comics but doing their own thing completely, just more about like the issues itself and that wonderful scene for. Um, at the airport with the fighting and the battle and stuff like that. That movie was great, and it was a fuckload better of a sequel to the original Avengers than Age of Ultron was. But that's exactly where I put it, basically. That's a sequel we never got. I love Civil War. But the Avengers, that was the first time we got to see these heroes together on a team. Mm -hmm. Loki, like I already said by my friend over there, over in uh, Invisible World, um, uh, is a better villain than Zemo. Uh, the plot of just having all of them work together and, like, the Hulk coming out and all the quotes. I mean, the movie is on the caliber of, like, just doing stuff in cinema for a genre movie up there to me with the first Star Wars and first Lord of the Rings. It was like, wow, we're doing this. And being a comic book mm-hmm. fan, it was bigger than anything. And I love Civil War. It was a way better sequel than fucking Age of Ultron, but it doesn't compare. It, that's not a different I, – I, I view Avengers as a film on a different level than most films. If that makes sense. No, that completely makes sense. Um, like I said, I don't really have a huh? Oh none. I really don't have a huge, huge, huge argument against it. I think the reason why I favor Civil War is because I never thought we'd see a day where Black Panther would be on screen. I never thought we'd Black see Black Panther a day. and Spider Man and that airport scene is fucking incredible. All that type right. of stuff is now the amazing. only reason only reason why I'm using those as my bulletin points is because we knew Avengers was coming after the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, that was no secret. But we didn't know Black Panther. Like, there was nothing leading into Black Panther outside of Age of Ultron mentioning Wakanda. Uh-huh. And them actually being in Wakanda. But then well, Spider-Man... They Wakanda, no, they were in Wakanda, remember? Oh, no, 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 no. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They, they were in they Africa. They were in Africa, not Wakanda, though. You're right. Um, I-, I was thinking because he had all that vibranium. He stole it. Yeah, he stole it. Yeah. That's right. Um, and, and Spider-Man coming home, I would have never thought that would have happened. That was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that was, that was huge. That was huge. That was a huge payoff. Yeah. Like, um, 15 minutes Spider-Man was a lot. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, compared to us thinking we'd never get him right. in the same movie right. as uh-huh. the Avengers. Um, the airport scene was classic, but I, I'm going to, I think I'm the only one that will have this opinion. I thought the fight for New York was a better un- ensemble of a team, a team fight, than the airport scene. I favored that mm-hmm. more than I did the airport scene. Mainly because the airport scene, everyone was holding back. There was no one looking to actually put someone down. True. And that's what kind of took a little bit of the flavor off for me. Now, I'm not saying it was a bad... 
Hey, can any um, do I have anyone here still? Yep. Can you hear me, Daniel? Okay. Sorry, man. So I I, I didn't know because I thought that my end was messing up out there. Everyone. Um, so we had a short uh, with I, I think it's gonna be something Mike related with Jawan and Joel. So they're out for right okay. now. Um, Good. And so it's me and me and you, Daniel, for right now um, sure. until you sure. can't you know do this stuff anymore. That was so trippy because I really thought that I got cut. And you were no, obviously I, uh, saying anything. No, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. All I could hear was typing for the little as well. I was like, oh, okay, it's probably on my end. Nope. Uh, apparently, we're just having some technical difficulties, so we'll get back to that. All right. Hold on, I got to respond. No worries, Juwan Daniel, and then we'll. Uh, if good. you want to talk more into this subject, uh, sure, you know, discuss it. Sure. Avengers: Civil War, and then I'll I'll come back uh, with a little more talking. Absolutely. So again, he. Uh, what the last person was saying is that they were saying that that iconic New York fight was the fight to behold over the airport fight. I, I have to say the airport fight was so iconic because we got Spider-Man, even though it was just a little bit of time. We got Black Panther. We had Vision in there uh, using his, 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 his lasers, shooting down um, Rhodey, all that kind of stuff. But the New York fight is fantastic because we got the main Avengers for the first time all together. And it, it all led into that circular shot of them looking at the Chitari in the air, flying around New York. We got a Hulk smash reference. And uh, that's why I think that the Avengers is better than Civil War. Even though Civil War is a fantastic movie. I just think bringing together the Avengers for the first time, having Hulk there, having Thor there, which we didn't get to have in Civil War, even though it led to that hilarious online video or, or a short that we got uh, – uh, with Thor living in Australia, but uh, having all the Avengers there in that first movie in New York was just fantastic. Yeah, it was. Uh, will you agree be like with the Avengers itself that it just it's one of those movies, man. Um, just cinema wise, mm-hmm. I mean, the comic book movie wise, mm-hmm. it stands out a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, just much like the Dark Knight. I mean, that's another one mm-hmm. that we can throw it to as far as just. Got some uh, a little bit of extra, you know, uh, a little bit of yes, schumage. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm supposed to keep uh, on improvising. It's easily it's easily on my top five superhero movies of all time, regardless of uh, regardless of uh, what comic book or what company it belongs to. Avengers will always be, I think, in my top five, along with the Dark Knight that I know you guys were talking about earlier with. Batman 89 for me just because I was able yeah. to grow up with that and that was my first Batman movie that I ever got to see other than like the old me serials too. and and uh, and Adam West on TV and all that kind of stuff but uh, the Avengers will always be top five for me absolutely I mean yeah mm-hmm. Avengers and Dark Knight are at least in my top ten but up there with mm-hmm. movies like Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction you know what I'm saying like oh that, for sure for sure that, Dark Knight or Star is Wars. in my top three movies of all time Easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, 100%. and that's the thing is, like, I, I explained so many times that, like, with The Dark Knight, I, I wasn't happy with Bale's performance as Batman in the second or third movie. I thought the first one, it was fine, but it just got amplified to a, I don't know, like, uh, Clint Eastwood with throat cancer style or some something. Um, <laughs> but it was still, that movie is incredible, and even though The Joker's really not very similar to the comic books, it's still just mm-hmm. uh, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Hey, do we got Jawan and Joel back? Is that possible? Uh-oh. Uh, I Don't guess not. I'll let you guys cue yourself in, then. Uh, keep talking. Okay, all right. 
Well, anyway, <laughs> this, this never happens, guys. So we're just gonna give. That's okay. See, the thing about debating is, you know, you know, but if we're doing chat. the news, it's it could be easy, Daniel, because me and you could just be going yep. back and forth about like news topics, sure. and I could yep. improvise them all day. But like we're doing debates, so now I have to debate mm-hmm. with you, uh, you know, a gentleman I don't really know too well. But you know, now we just have to keep on going. But we'll go to the next That's subject. Okay. Uh, maybe you'll like this. Sure. I think you'll like this. All right, so how, how to properly cast for a lead role in a superhero movie. Um, okay. That's, that's the subject. I guess we can turn it more mm-hmm. into like an opinion. Uh, so mm-hmm. in your opinion, what do you think is the proper way to do it as far as casting a lead role in a superhero movie? I think it's the same as any, any role you're casting for, regardless if it's a superhero movie or not. It could be, uh, it could be just a, a regular old rom-com. It could be anything like that. When you're casting for a superhero role, the ability comes first um, as opposed to the way they look or the physique and all that kind of stuff. If they have the acting chops, everything else will come with that. So, like, when you cast a Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne and as Batman, he's not the first person you think of when you think Bruce Wayne. The best Bruce Wayne I think we've had is truly Ben Affleck, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. If, if I'm just ranking Bruce Wayne's and not necessarily Batman as a whole, Val Kilmer is up there for me as a Bruce Wayne, just because he was so, he was, he, he's a darker actor. He's, he's able to, he's a really introspective guy. And that's what, who Bruce Wayne is. He thinks a lot on his own. He I wants love to Kilmer. be on his own. Kilmer was, was a great, he wasn't part of the, one of the best, better movies, but I, and I will, I will also defend Batman forever in certain, certain circles, well, but. Daniel, could but you I say that, like, acting, with yeah. Val Kilmer, or, mm-hmm. you know, with Val Kilmer specifically, like, he was probably mm-hmm. one of the best when it came to both being Batman and Bruce Wayne, which I think is something that the actors in the past have had a problem doing. For sure, for sure. In, in fact, I think Christian Bale is probably on the bottom end of the entire spectrum. Um, even though I love, I, I love all the Nolan movies. I'm not a Nolan hater or anything like that. I'm not a DCEU fanboy by any stretch of the imagination, but... I still think that Christian Bale is probably on one of the lower ends. Val Kilmer is up there for me, just a fantastic Bruce Wayne. But we've been so lucky with uh, everyone that's played Batman, with the exception of George Clooney, even though he's an amazing actor, they've all brought something different to the table. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to say is that if the, you have the acting chops and you're an experienced actor who has a ton of range because a superhero will take, needs a ton of range. Like someone like Robert Downey Jr., that's perfect casting. When that first came out, nobody thought that that was a good idea. Much like Heath Ledger, when, when it was announced that Heath Ledger was going to play the Joker, nobody could picture that. Nobody thought that that was a good idea. But with Robert Downey Jr. having a comedic background and a dramatic background, he's a multi-Academy Award nominee. Um, he, he was just able to bring it because he can bring the uh, the funny he can bring the seriousness just like we were talking about with Civil War where where it's a very emotional movie for Tony Stark if you have the acting chops that's what comes first and then you start to build okay what do they look like how do they speak all that kind of stuff it's always acting chops first then the look if you're trying to cast them solely based on look do they look exactly like Bruce Wayne do they look exactly like Scarlet Witch, all this kind of stuff. I, I think that's the wrong way to go. And that's probably what we got with, um, I'm trying to think of one of the worst uh, casting choices. I can't really, nothing really coming to mind for me right now. I don't think it is, is really good ones, but uh, 
Um, when it comes to the, the, the better casting choices, it's always, okay, this is a really good actor playing that role, and they're going to bring something very different to this role, like a Robert Downey Jr., like a Ben Affleck, like a Christian Bale. So I completely agree. Um, all right, I mm-hmm. think that we might have Juwan back. Juwan, are you there? Speak Joel or Juwan. <laughs> We're here. We're here. There we go. Yay! All right. Thanks for having me back. Sorry now, about you know, that. Leave the show and do your thing. We're talking about how to properly cast for a lead role in the super movie, uh, superhero movie. Daniel's gone. I haven't gone. You guys, give me your take. And um, I don't know. The I mean, nowadays they're not properly casting people for superhero roles. Well, what's proper? Um, like they fit the bill completely. Right. Sometimes they're just not. They go in a different direction. Yeah, they go in a different, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think as long as after that, right after that performance, if I can close my eyes and go, that's Starfire. They did a good enough job for me. I mean, even Ben Affleck is is Batman. There are some qualities of Batman that just shouldn't be that Batman. But you know, the director, you know, does what he thinks fits for that character, and it works. And it works, but that has nothing to do with casting. For a lead role. Uh-huh. I think what we, what I was trying to get to by creating this topic was a lot of people assume um, you can't be tall or you can't be this or you can't be that or you have to be an A-lister or you have to be this um, to be casted as a lead role in a superhero movie. This, was, this thing was a debate I created for me and you to go at it. No. <laughs> Only because, well, you know, only no, 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 no. Only because I felt really bad last week that I brought up something while you weren't on air, but it fit for that conversation. You didn't hear the show, but we definitely called you out. We, <laughs> it wasn't a call. So out. wait, so wait, 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 wait. So now you guys have had two shows about the same topic that I weren't on. That's nice. That's a that's a nice thing to do. You know? <laughs> well, we didn't do it purposely. Anyway, I'll bring up what we said. All right. So we were saying how society. I, thought I had a rebuttal to this. What You'll definitely have a rebuttal to this. No, I already did. We already talked about it. I thought we were done with this. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming this has to do with your boy, Charlie Hunnam. No, no, nothing nothing to do with Charlie Hunnam. What about okay. Charlie Hunnam? <laughs> uh, well, hold on, Daniel. I'll get into the Charlie Hunnam story, but that's not okay. what it was about. Sure. Um, we were saying how... <laughs> we were saying how the wor- society is nowhere near ready for... Because um, Lakeith Stanfield, now people who don't know who he is, um, he was in the movie Get Out, the guy that when he snapped the, the camera, he started freaking out. Mm-hmm, he was also mm-hmm. uh, one of the detectives in Death Note. Miss oh. um, L, and I can't remember what else he was in. Oh, he was in the hit show Atlanta with uh, Danny, uh, Donald Glover, sorry, with Donald Glover. Um, and I was saying how society is nowhere near ready for a black Joker. He went on Twitter and said, Scorsese hit me up for Joker. Um, And I was saying how society is nowhere near ready for that. And then we were getting into the whole conversation of um, how Leo would be better suited because he's a bigger name. And I got into the conversation of, Dane, to kind of bring it into this topic, that bigger names don't always necessarily mean your movie will be box office. It Mm -hmm. just means it just means it attracts more because if they don't know about the property, they at least know the actor. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I was and I was getting into the fact that Scarlett Johansson's last two movies, albeit not flops, were definitely far from being hit movies. That being one. Yeah, but of how much did Lucy that, make? Tons. No, 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 no. I was. I'm not talking Scarlett Johansson in a in a in a nutshell. I'm only talking recently. Um, I'm, I'm not. Even... I'm not trying to. Dis- I'm not trying to discredit her as an actress at all. I'm just. I use her as an example because she's one of the biggest names in Hollywood, but that still wasn't enough to carry her last two films. Well, look at so Tom Cruise and the Mummy. Even that. Even that. That's that's a great example. Tom Cruise and the Mummy. Yeah. Even though I kind of think Scarlet's uh, star shines a little brighter than Tom Cruise's at the moment. Mm. At the <laughs> moment, but all time? At the moment, but all time, of course, it always goes to Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise but at the moment... Made, that movie only made money because of Tom Cruise. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I don't disagree with Especially that. Especially overseas. Like a fucking international, movie. yeah. I think internationally yeah. it did already. Internationally, yeah, they love the hell out yeah. of Tom Cruise. I think yeah. it, hit, it hit the market needed to hit just because of the international market. Right, right. So the, what I was trying to say was, Dane, to bring it all home, uh, to, to bring it in proper perspective, was because everyone always goes, you need a name for these lead superhero roles. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I was saying, I'm starting to see that it literally depends on the script, the director, mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. the course of the movie actually goes. Our and the marketing. Example, right, and the marketing. Our biggest example is Gail Godot's Wonder Woman. No one mm-hmm. would have gave that movie uh, a shot to be as successful as it was mm-hmm. back when BVS came out. Mm-hmm. She said like mm-hmm. six lines, <laughs> so no one would have thought she would have been able. Right, and there may have right. been reason for that. Yes, I I, yeah. I do believe that now mm-hmm. that Wonder Woman's come out, I believe that even more. Mm-hmm. But if someone when BVS came out went, hey. Next year, guess what's going to be the first solo film of DCEU? Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. You'd be like, w- w- why? <laughs> why? What? Why are you having this this lady who's had a very limited background in acting? Why would mm-hmm. you have her as a lead role in such a huge mm-hmm. movie? Mm-hmm. But now, hindsight, we're like, well, goddamn, maybe that shit should have came out before Suicide Squad. <laughs> so, so Wonder Woman wouldn't have been. Uh, it was not good It was not. It was not. But <laughs> a lot of things should have came out before Suicide Squad. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Dane, all I was saying was sometimes the the brightness of a star doesn't always define the success of a movie. Did I say that? Did I say that? Did I say that it was no. more about credibility as in having top stars? No. 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 No, but that's what I'm saying. I, I I thought it was important that people understood that you coming. No, not you, Dane. But uh, when someone goes, "Hey, this actor is going to be the lead role," that doesn't mean you go, "Oh my God, really? Oh, this shit's going to suck now." Like, no. Nowadays, we kind of have to wait it out and see the movie first. Yeah. Because a lot of these these up and coming actors are surprising the hell out of us. Now, the biggest cool. example would be. Half of this Titans cast, I've never heard of. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I still haven't seen Pirates, so I don't know. This That's y'all. That's on y'all. I told you to watch. That, I still don't know. No, I didn't see Pirates to help Dane. <laughs> In support of Dane. Like your $10 meant anything. To In support of Dane, I did not see that movie. 
Um, no, but I don't know anyone from this Titans cast. Now, three years ago, I'd be like, oh, shit, this is new. But now that we've seen The Flash in half of the half of the cast I've never seen before because I never watched Glee, uh, Arrow, I've never seen that, and I never will. I've never seen half the people from Legends or Arrow. So when you wait it out and give these people a chance, they show you how bright their star can be. Charlie Cox, another guy, never heard of him before. So what I'm saying is when you – right, most of the Netflix people. Um, so when you're properly casting, there is no way to properly cast in a superhero movie because a director has so much to do with the story, he could change how that character is perceived. I mean, until, like, if you weren't an avid comic book reader, you would have never known there was a portion of Batman's comic life that he actually did kill. So that's why so many people were up in arms when uh, Batflick, Batman, killed. So, like I said, so much. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like there's been backlash to pretty much every single Batman casting there's ever been. Yeah. Like when Tim Burton said, I'm casting Michael Keaton as Batman, everybody was like, oh, that's Mr. Mom, that's Beetlejuice. There's no way a comedic actor can possibly be Batman. And I think he's amazing. And everybody everybody followed that. A ton of people say Michael Keaton will always be my Bruce Wayne, my Batman kind of thing. But now everybody loves Ben Affleck. That got backlash too. I'm sure Val Kilmer got backlash. I'm sure George Clooney got backlash. I think George Clooney should come back and do uh, a Dark Knight Returns where he's older and he's the one, he's the older Batman. That would be fantastic. Give him another try. But there's been backlash to almost every single major superhero casting. People hated Hugh Jackman when he was cast because he was in musicals and he he was too tall, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and I'll even be honest, I hated the hell out of Hemsworth being tour. Until I actually mm-hmm. saw him on screen, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, it makes sense for what they were trying to do." I never heard of the guy, so I'm like, mm-hmm. "Why are you casting him as, as Thor?" You know what I'm saying? When because after you get someone like Robert Downey Jr. and then Samuel Jackson is Nick Fury, no one thought. No, 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 no. He got crazy backlash, but at least I could say, "Oh, I've seen I something." Of, yeah, I know who that is. I don't know who. Um, well, you know who was originally supposed to be Tony Stark? Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he wanted to show his face right. the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? What kind of shit? What purpose would Jarvis have if you never had your helmet on? <laughs> right? It's a see-through face. Anyway, well, Dave, Quentin Tarantino anything... was also supposed to direct that movie. Let's just be glad none of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at Nicolas Cage as Superman, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wait, have you out. seen that documentary, Tarantino? though? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Tarantino lives what happened. Yeah. Tarantino yeah. directing an Iron Man film, do you know how much uh, talking would have been in that shit? And Tarantino? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like little action and so much fucking dialogue. I think he's definitely got a superhero movie in him, though. I think he does, too. I, would. I, think, I, hope, I, hope, I think. I hope Scorsese makes that much more appropriate in Hollywood where someone like a Tarantino is like, fuck it, I'll do one. Like, I, I don't know why it's such a weird thing for these top directors to try out after Nolan. But no, it's a genre now. Yeah. Exactly. But that goes to the same point. I think directors like Scorsese are more interested in, in Elseworld than having to be part sure. of a continuity. Oh, right. That's mm-hmm. a good point. So that opens the door for so much. Right. Quentin Which makes me wonder. 
Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it makes me wonder. Like, a lot of people are saying, how much influence is Scorsese actually going to have in this thing? It makes me wonder. Maybe he's the one that brought this up. Because, like, what did they approach him and say, what do you think about this? Like, I, I don't, I just don't see that happening, especially like them saying, Hey, we're thinking about a Todd Phillips Joker movie. What do you think? I would, I, it just strikes me as odd that they would go to him with that as opposed to him saying, Hey, listen, I, I, I kind of have this idea. What do you think? See, I don't know because I always say this about Scorsese. After seeing Hugo, a movie I would have mm-hmm. never thought he would have ever done like ever. You mm-hmm. don't. We we have no idea what these directors actually truly are passionate about or have interest in. Maybe Scorsese's mm-hmm. always been waiting for a superhero, but not superhero kind of movie to fall in his lap. And after mm-hmm. the Joker, you know, after the the Joker came out, you know, with Jared Leto and the success that Heath Ledger had, the idea of doing an origin story where you can have it be. Uh, very mobster uh, oriented, very very dark, and some that that in falls the 80s. Into, in the eighties. You know his 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 comfort zone. Yeah. He probably was like, well, goddamn, let me call Warner Brothers and see what's going on with with the possibility of doing that. I think it's very similar to. Um, uh, I mean, no, let me not say that. What makes me think it was more so his idea is the fact that he only wants to be a producer. Right. That's what makes me think it's his idea. Because if the studio came to him, 100% they're telling him, I want you to direct. And you can produce mm-hmm. if you have to direct. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more so his idea, but it speaks more to how powerful these characters are this in the comic book world. It makes sense if it's his idea. Yeah, <laughs> it like, does. Why, you have to listen. That's his idea, right? Absolutely. You gotta go, like, oh, wants to do a movie with us? I'm yeah. calling him Joker. I want him to do it. It doesn't work right now with the. He doesn't want to work in the DC. Right. And I don't create a separate world, right. like an else world, and he can do whatever he wants. You yeah. don't have to connect. And, I, and that's fine, you know, as long as it's explained that way. Mm-hmm. But I understand, like, why the letter would get upset. Like, I'm the Joker. You want yeah. to bring in another Joker? It is enough, but don't like me as it is. Then you got to bring in another Joker. Especially. And, Joel, especially after the fact of them cutting so many of his scenes from the David Ayer movie yeah. and him being pissed off about right. that. He hasn't even properly been Joker yet. Right. You're on that and one. Let's not forget, his movie only came out last year. Right. And there's now talk about another Joker. I'd be pissed, too. I mean, if I'm Jared Leto, I have so many Jokers and someone else. If I'm Jared Leto, I already let it go with Cameron Monaghan already being talked about as possibly one of the best Jokers today. He's awesome. Um, yeah. and, you know, it's a different world, right. though. He's not even Joker yet, right. And if I'm Jared Leto, I'd go, well, wait a minute. Will Smith came in, and you took Deadshot off TV. Margot Robbie came in, and you scrapped the idea of Harley Quinn. Why the fuck do we now have a Joker on television? Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to be okay with that. So then he lets that go. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing a movie version, and you're supposed to, and you're supposed to go to him and go, hey, listen, Leo's name came up, but it's probably not going to happen. But if it does... Leo's all Joker. And he's supposed to be okay Did you guys talk too? about that earlier? Too much. Leo Joker? Yeah, we, we, we yep. opened up with it, yeah. Okay. Did, I was just going to say, say, like, the only... Before we moved on? Yeah, just the only thing that led me to believe that that could possibly be true, even though we know now that somebody made it up or whatever, I don't want to get into rumors and all that kind of stuff, but the one thing that led me to believe that that was a possibility is that 
Um, does anybody remember the Gambler movie that came out maybe like two years ago with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, yeah. it was called The Gambler. Originally, that movie was supposed to be directed by Todd Phillips with Leo in the lead role. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That makes sense. So they have a connection uh, there. But do. see, Leo is one of those rare actors that is very picky. Mm-hmm. That's why when Gerald brought up earlier, the man doesn't have a bad movie, it's because he's very picky with whom he chooses to do movies with, which is why mm-hmm. he was never Spider-Man, which is why he was never Anakin Skywalker, which Man. is why he was never in The Gambler. Like, there's so many yep. reasons why his name is not attached to movies. We would go, why isn't this guy doing a movie in this genre yet? Right. So, it makes like, I, like I said earlier, Jawan, if your worst movie might be The Beach, which is still a pretty fucking cool movie, then, uh, yeah, movie. I think you've had a... I think you've had a pretty decent career. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And the only thing that we're missing from Leo that completes his acting career, because he's already got his Oscar, is a horror film, is a directorial Shutter film. Island. It, yeah, I don't yeah know he did Shutter Island. Yep. A straightforward horror film. Even though that was possibly one of my favorite Leo movies. I don't know if I call that a straightforward horror movies. film. I don't know what the fuck was on. I can't say. Um, Aviator is another good is, one, man. Oof. What is it? The Aviator oh, from uh, Scorsese. Oh, with, oh, uh, oh yeah. About Probably about uh, Iron Man's dad, actually. It, if you don't know, the character that Leo plays in The Aviator is Howard Hughes. In the MCU, mm-hmm. Howard Hughes does not exist. Howard Stark is actually Howard Hughes of that universe. Mm-hmm. Little, mm-hmm. little tidbit dope. of information. That's up. So if Leo oh. ever joins the MCU, we kind of need that that nod. <laughs> he needs like to play, I, I guess, in. Iron Man. I don't know. Like Leo just walks in and goes, "Oh wow, is that the Aviator?" He's like, oh, hey, 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 I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> move on. Um, all right. So this one I was up like all night debating about. Oh boy. And I was thinking on how you guys could easily poke holes through it. And then I, I did, like, a lot of research, and I was like, it's not that easy to poke holes through it as I thought it would be. And the topic I'm referring to is two dates. And now when I say comic book movie, there's a difference between comic book movies and superhero movies. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when you guys give your... your something uh, something that stays very accurate to the comic book, like frame by frame right. almost, you know? Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, so... The topic at hand is, is The Watchmen the greatest comic book movie ever made to date? No. To date. Because if these, if these Elseworld movies actually happen, a Martin Scorsese-led Joker film could, could be the most accurate or greatest comic book movie. But we're not there yet, so we're going to date. And the reason why I thought this was such a great topic to have as a debate is because almost, almost, frame for frame, shot for shot, that is the most hands-down, top to bottom, accurate comic book film we've ever seen. Now, some people argued with me on the idea of whether or not to uh, include Blade in a comic book movie, because you wouldn't necessarily call it a superhero movie. But then I asked, Mm -hmm. does Punisher Warzone count? And someone said no. So if Warzone doesn't count, I can't count Blade. Someone told me that, that that's a superhero movie, not a comic book movie. 
So that's why I'm bringing it to you guys. Right, but I'm saying the difference between a comic book film and a superhero movie. Yeah, I guess. Like we have to we have to set up a Venn diagram here because some of them end up in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. So like, as you could say, like Ghost World is Ghost World is yeah. is a comic book movie. Whereas, or, um, uh, whereas the Avengers well, also, is in the middle. Also, Nick's favorite movie, uh, Dane, you know what it is. The one uh, I'm trying to remember it right now. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the pri- damn it, the masks. Bro- um, oh, Road man. Road of Perdition. Oh, Road of Perdition, yes. But I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one with um, Natalie Portman and uh, Agent Smith. Beaver Vendetta. Yeah. That's a very frame-by-frame Exactly right. done by the comic book movie. Um, that's not necessarily right. uh, anything superhero related. Uh, right. But I mean, the thing is, so, can, can I can I go into this? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Dane. Start off. I, I feel I, I feel like tearing this apart. Okay, The Watchmen is the greatest comic book movie ever made. So if we're talking about it in two different forms, is the way that I'm trying to think of it. Because all right, so Watchmen is about superheroes. So no matter what, if we're going for, you know, comic book. Like 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 you said, like Ghost World and stuff like that. Like not necessarily superhero. It's technically about superheroes, but if we're going by mm-hmm. like something that's so closely adapted to the original source material, then mm-hmm. Watchmen's going to be much more in that argument. Which one do you want, John? I want it to stay in its own lane of comic book movies. The one where it's the uh, V for so like non Marvel right, DC, right? Closer to the book. Closer to the book, even DC or Marvel. I would say, no. I would say, in my opinion, Watchmen is up there. But the reason why it loses, uh-huh. and it's not a bad reason, is because the ending is not the same. They they change the ending to make it more realistic towards the movie, and I think they act, I think that was actually a smart idea from Zack Snyder because the ending in the comic books involves a bunch of squid monsters, and it was it's a weird thing that Alan Moore put in there. I would say that mine would be personally Sin City. Sin City is oh, exactly yeah. page by page, yep. everything, and it's so different than any of the comic book movies. You know, yep. uh, it's it's its own fucking thing. It's it's just like what we were saying. Preach. So both criterias fit like fit for that movie. Uh, it's it's not a superhero movie, and it's also frame by frame exactly like the fucking comic book. Perfect. Holy you know what? I'll make this topic a lot harder or a lot more workable. What was a better movie, a better comic book movie, Sin City or that The Watch? Debate. Sin City one. Uh, Sin City one. And the reason why the reason why and thank you, Dane, and I'm glad you started off because it, it made this, this debate a lot better is because it's now not a conversation of more accurate. Yeah. It's just frame by frame, top to bottom, what was a better movie? Watchmen wow. or wow. Um, like Sin City Part One. So this is if you could only yeah. have one for the rest of your life, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh exactly my God. That. I have to say I'm gonna have to say Sin City because I love the movie so much that if it, I want to be able to watch the movie even more so than the comic book, but if I'm losing the other one, I still have the comic book of Watchmen and the original comic book from Alan Moore is such a classic by itself. Not saying that Sin City is not, but right. that movie for its time, was fantastic. I mean, Sin City was the best comic book movie in the early 2000s. There were some pretty good ones between Spider-Man 2 and, and X-Men 2 and not the yeah. sequels to those movies. You know, uh, th- that made it such a big, fucking amazing movie. So, yeah, that's what I would think. I mean, Oof. you know what? 
Daniel, before I pass it to you, Daniel, yeah. I can't I'm, argue that because the only reason why I give the edge to Sin City is because, and again, this is just my personal opinion, I cannot watch The Watchmen beginning to end in one sitting. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's uh-huh. really hard. Now, when it first came out, when it first came out, I could watch that thing top to bottom like there was no tomorrow. But as years What about the going, uh, extended oh. director's cut version with the oh, animated the Black stuff for like six <laughs> hours? Jeez. Holy shit. So Sin City is something I, I enjoy watching top to bottom. I don't have to get up or take a nap and wake back up and finish it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I can literally watch that all day, every day for the rest of my life. So if I have to miss out on one, I'm missing out on Watchmen. Hey, and let me say before you pass it to Daniel that I love Sin City, and Sin City is definitely what I would think would be the answer. But even Eva Green's boobs in a movie multiple times did not save that second horrible fucking movie from Sin City 2. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> you know, it's all right. you know, it's all I'll defend that movie. <laughs> I, I was, getting, I was Daniel, almost falling asleep. Really? That's bad, eh? Daniel, we have to have an episode for you uh, on YouTube called The Redemption Hour, where you redeem a movie that people, that people hate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll just call it, I'll defend that. I'll defend that. Yeah. The Dame, so, I'll defend the dame that. to Sleep For is what that movie should have oh, been called, hey, The Dame hey. to Sleep For. We'll call it I mean, Daniel's, Daniel's we Defenders. Even, we could even go on like Twitter and, and have a poll and ask people to vote for... What should Daniel defend? What should Daniel defend? Daniel's Defenders, yeah. <laughs> Daniel's Defenders. There we go. We can That's do that. Not bad. We're going to talk more about that off air. Yeah, definitely. We're going right. to talk more about Perfect. that off air. But what, um, which one are you taking out of Watchmen in uh, Sin City? This is tough. So, what, Sin City came out 2005. Watchmen came out 2008, maybe nine, just after nine. The Dark Knight. Yeah. And... Uh, when I saw The Watchmen for the first time, and you see that opening credit uh, with with um, Bob Dylan playing, uh, and it's going through all the different time frames where you see Kennedy assassinated. Yeah, I was blown away, and I hadn't read The Watchmen uh, up until maybe just a week before the movie came out. Like when I heard they were making the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have to make an effort to read this back to front and I did and I loved it and I was like okay this is going to make me so much more excited for the movie and then I saw The Watchmen I thought it was one of the best movies I even when I was coming out of the theater I said you know what I may this is going to be another unpopular opinion but I've changed my opinion since when I got out of the theater I said I may have liked that a little bit more than The Dark Knight I don't know why but but I really, really like that movie. Now, my opinions changed over the years. I think it was just the excitement of coming out of The Watchmen and how good it was and all that kind of stuff. But I liked that they changed the ending. I think it made sense. Sin City, though, when you have the combination of Robert Rodriguez, who I love, El Mariachi and Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico are some of my favorite movies. Uh, and then you have a guest director, Quentin Tarantino, directing that scene between Jackie Boy and uh, Clive Owen's character in the car. And the fact that they didn't even have a shooting script, they used the graphic novel. They used Frank Miller's graphic novel as the script. They just brought that to set and probably had storyboards and all that kind of stuff. I think I'm going to put Sin City over the top. 
Yes. You made the right choice. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Joe? Um, I enjoyed both of these movies tremendously. Um, and I, I own both of them. <laughs> and uh, Sin City for a long time was like one of those movies where it just because it looked so different, it just was nothing. I've never seen and until this day. There are things that look similar, but don't even the sequel don't hit the mark no. like the original. And Wait, so, by the way, sorry not to cut you off. Sorry, you weren't, but it's okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. was so wasted, and I wish he was in the first one because I love him so much as an yep. actor. Exactly. I wanted to love that second one. It's like a regret. Like, ah, right. I wanted to love that second one because the cast was almost as good as the first one, but the story mm-hmm. just was just so bad. I, have, I haven't seen it because I, I heard the bad reviews, and at the it time was I wasn't in a rush to go see it. I was like, I'll see it eventually, and I never actually had a chance to see it. Don't punish yourself. But um, maybe one day I'll sit down. I have time. But, yeah, I, I, Sin City, Watchmen Again was another movie that I, I didn't watch in theaters. I watched that when it came out in theaters. Me too. You know, I didn't watch it in theaters. I, didn't, I've never, I heard of the Watchmen, but I barely knew what they were. Then I heard the movie was pretty good. I'm like, all right, let me sit down and watch it. And I'm like, wow, this movie was amazing. And I remember the scene with Night Owl in the prison. I'm like, I want to fucking Batman fight like that. <laughs> you're like, you're watching Dark Knight. You're like, wow. Oh my god, it's like an aerobic workout from him in fucking Dark Knight. <laughs> Tebow Batman. Me, Shin, Punch, Punch. No, he do a lot of like stand up crunches. It's whatever though. Like, but ah! there's a lot of Watchmen to like. There's a lot of people to like. It's really hard for me to choose. Mm-hmm. I, I can't really pick one over the other because it's like I don't, I don't love them enough for me to choose one more than the other. But I also don't hate either one at all. Ah, you, the gun, the gun is to your head. You have to pick one. I gotta pick so one. So do you want to take my argument? What's your argument? That it's just easier to watch Sin City more times than it is to watch Watchmen. The Watchmen. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that because Sin City. It is an easier watch because it's so visually intriguing. Like, yes, it keeps you in. Like, you can watch it over because it's so the visual. Mm-hmm. Watching it as good, it still looks really good, but it can bring you down. Yes, so you got to kind of be in the mood for watching. Well, I mean, Sin City's not the brightest. No, but but it's kind of like <laughs> it has a certain look to it where you're like, I can keep watching. Right. Even though it's also a very dreary. It's again, they're both they're like noir comic book movies. Right. They're very like old school feel. They, they both have the same feel to them. But the visuals in Sin City are really, for me, I guess I would put over because of the fact it just looks so different. Right. Even though Watchmen definitely um, stepped it up and made me want superheroes to be more like that. And it is, believe it or not, we got exactly what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Just made my story well. I want, a, I want a Moon Knight show that has yeah. that style of cinematography. I would, Absolutely. What do you mean, like Sin City? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or the, question, or the question. Or oh the question. Oh, my God, the question would be awesome. On the nose. See, the only reason why I don't I love the question. question yeah, because of Rorschach. Yeah, exactly, because people go, well, God damn, that's almost exactly how they did Rorschach. That's because Rorschach is a copy of question. Right. <laughs> and then what will make that even is, worse yep. when Matt Reeves came out and said the Batman will be a noir kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. well, God damn, if we have Rorschach <laughs> and the Batman, it's like, God damn. I want a Batman to be, they got to meet more like Night Owl. Not like that. I want Batman to be Batman. I got you. I understand. Like, it was just the fighting that I wanted to be Batman. Yeah. And we did. We got that in PBS. 
So yeah, I got oh my god, warehouse scene, one of the best scenes in the fucking movie. Yeah, best, absolutely. Ever. Well, which, I think which, when everybody way, saw that warehouse scene. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, 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 I was just gonna say which, by the way, um, both films had great ensembles, uh, great, uh, great cast. Yeah. yeah. And the acting was beautiful on both. Yeah. Both. Oh yeah. Sin City class, uh, 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 cast. Sorry, is possibly one of the most classic cast. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys you would Benicio El Toro, Brittany Murphy, fucking Yeah, that I was that was a great. Willis. Gotta yep. rest her soul, because I still I, I still am upset she passed before I got to see her take a crack at Harley Quinn. Oh my god. She would have <laughs> done great. Yeah. We're she done done awesome. Yeah, we're I never thought about, about that. Yep. Minute, yep. Owen, Bruce Willis. Mickey Rourke yeah, was, was born to play Marv. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, he was. At the top of at the top Marv. of his game. At the top of his game Bruce in that Willis. Bruce Willis was at his game at least. Was on his game. Yeah. That was the last time Bruce Willis has not phoned in a fucking performance with Sin City. He gives it he gives twenty two percent of himself in every fucking acting role after that. But that yeah. was actually well, really good. That's yeah. why everybody's hoping that that Death Wish uh, movie that he's in with Eli Roth is going to bring him back, but that trailer was terrible. The trailer looked like G.I. Joe 3. It was horrible. I'm yeah, it was honest. awful. I saw that and thought that was Red 3. And so I saw the name. I thought it was Red 3. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it, it... Bruce Willis to me just has the... I love the first like Red. <laughs> yeah, Red One was pretty fun. You know who I wish was in Death Wish because he would have gave a way better performance at it. Charles Bronson. No. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. And if you laugh at that, what you say? Kevin Bacon. And if you laugh at that, go watch yeah. Death Wish. Right. And tell me, Kevin I, Bacon. I think the, the guy who's playing fun. Cable and uh, Thanos. What the what the hell's his name? Um, Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Josh Brolin. Or 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 Wait, Punisher. Okay. Uh, but if you've the ever seen the old boy, if you've ever seen the old boy remake that Spike Lee Absolute. did, Absolute. with oh, so uh, Josh Brolin, but, the only yeah, reason time, the good. only reason I said Kevin Bacon is because the point of Death Wish is a guy lost his family, someone you wouldn't expect now being out as as like this guy that's killing everyone. Right, right. Kevin okay, Bacon, but have you yeah. seen have you seen Death Sentence? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm basing it on. Oh, okay. okay. Amazing right. in Death right. Sentence. Yeah. One of James yeah. Wan's best films. One of his first one after. Good film. Good movie, yep. Very underrated, that movie. Um, but let's move on. We're so Here's... off. <laughs> yeah. I was just we're, about we're to put us off even more. I was going to say we should be debating the best video game movies of all time. Oh, oh my goodness! That, you know how difficult that would be. There's like, only one. Mortal Kombat. There's literally maybe, maybe two. Maybe two. Nothing. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Nothing beats Mortal Kombat. And Mortal Kombat is not that good. Uh, no, it's not. That's just a lot. <laughs> one more. I think that my favorite part out of the the first Mortal Kombat is just them saying Mortal Kombat. Like that's just so iconic. That's it. And the music, yes. You know what things that Mortal Kombat had a short cast. Like very short. Didn't have a big roster? Nope. Assassin's Creed's my favorite personally. Oh, All come right, on. So we're gonna mute we're gonna mute Dane for the rest of this show. Uh, wing <laughs> Wing Commander. I've never seen that. I've never seen that either. I never played the game either. With, uh, Isn't Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. in there? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Freddie Prince. So are we Matthew all agreeing we need a? We're all agreeing we need a uh, video game version of Paperboy. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, I'm no? so down for this. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Zelda. Um, let's get into I want Megan our... Fox to play the paperboy. I'm fine with that. <laughs> It'll really break the movie to life. Um, all right, so let's get into our next topic. We're going to talk which is better, MCU Netflix versus DC TV. The reason why I said DC TV in a whole oh, is because I can, I can lump in Lucifer and Gotham. Okay. So, Dane, mm-hmm. right. I want I want you to start because Dane, you are a huge fan of both the Netflix series and DC TV. The reason why I say uh, Dane instead of you, Joel, is because Dane's love of Gotham is on another level than you. Can uh, I just step in before anybody says anything? Yeah, I was into Gotham first. Uh, does does this count? Like, does DC TV count all time or current? Current, I think, is what he's Let's go current. Okay. Let's go current. What were you okay. trying to go okay. with? What were you trying to go Batman, with? Batman, the animated series. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Let's not leak that. Because that puts it over the top. <laughs> that, that would put it so over the top. Bas- so you're, saying, you're saying all everything on CW and everything on Fox, pretty much. So yes, Lucifer and Gotham and all CW stuff um, and eventually Titans and, and whatnot. Woo! Right. All right. All right, so I guess, uh, all right. This is very hard, um, but it's hard. harder than most Marvel fanboys are going to think because right away they're going to say, since we have more of like a movie cinematic tone, blah, 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 it just goes back to Daredevil. Daredevil was amazing. Both seasons have been incredible. But when it comes down right. to it, not a lot of the other shows have lived up to Daredevil's hype. And even, I will say, even though I finished watching it and I liked it, the Defenders did not live up to either season of Daredevil to me. It was a lot of fun, and it was a cool crossover. But, it, I mean, uh, Luke Cage, I love the first half. As soon as it killed the original villain, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen it by now, it's not really my fault. But anyways, uh, once they killed the, the original villain, the kind of show went down, I think. Jessica Jones, I loved it. A lot of people didn't like it. Iron Fist, I liked it. A lot of people did not like it at all. Um Defenders, I really, really, really liked it, it but it was, it was much more of a crossover than I thought it was going to be, like, a step up. And I'm not saying I wanted it to be the Avengers or anything like that. Like, I, I didn't need it to be that level, but, you know, it was, it was a fun story with all the characters involved and stuff like that, and it, it, it did go in different places, and I thought it was, it was great. But, you know, you look at the DC TV, I'm going to give them a lot of nods. Yeah, a lot of it's melodramatic as shit. Yeah, it's a lot of good-looking people saving blah, 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 blah with CW. I get that. Arrow's first two seasons were fucking awesome. They were great. Um, Arrow's season five was a huge arrival back to how they used to do things. And, yeah, they had a bad third and fourth season. We all know that. Flash, every season has been pretty good. The last one was a little lackluster. I still liked all of them. Supergirl, I think, is the worst one technically from there. Because I like certain aspects of season one, and I stopped watching season two because I just couldn't do it after a while. Uh, Legends has, has, has been fun from the whole thing. First season of Gotham went to garbage and somehow came out of that garbage pit and has made that show a very fun show to watch if you like aspects of the animated series, uh, Adam West, and also just, uh, just uh, the Tim Burton movies and everything in general. So I, I think that... I'm sorry, I don't watch Lucifer. I, I did watch uh, um, uh, I Am Zombie, which is a lot of fun, too. But 
I just think that DC's television, there's been too many, even if, all right, so, all right, think about power levels. If MCU, because of their quality of television, has a higher power level set, they still don't have enough fucking counterparts to, like, take them up to the level of DC, whose power set, if you will, the show's quality, might not be as good, but there's enough of good stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. calculated between everything that I think that DC TV's actually doing better with the television than the Netflix stuff. And also, if you can, if you include Marvel everything, then Agents of Shield I stopped watching because I couldn't watch it after a while. Um, and I've I've heard from you, Joel, that that Inhumans was not worth as much. So there's that <laughs> was too. Not. Definitely was. I mean, <laughs> I look at it like this, Dave. Every MCU fanboy who's going, oh no, MCU Netflix by a mile. Take the four. Take the four best uh, MCU Netflix shows. So let's say Daredevil Season 1, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, right? Mm-hmm. You stack it up against Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Gotham. No, no, and Gotham. Because you want to add, and you wanna add Gotham in there. No, 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 I'm a fan of Legends. I, I only reason I put Supergirl in there is so we can go Supergirl versus Jessica Jones. Oh. You see what I'm saying there? No, 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 I'm talking about uh, if you have to go on. I don't want to just give... Legends in there. I want to just lump Supergirl in there. All right. All right. All right. So Arrow versus Daredevil season one, right? You take all of Arrow season all one. Of versus, Arrow? All of Arrow versus season one of Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil's winning that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're going. Right. So we're going Flash. We're going Flash versus Iron Fist. Flash wins that easily, right? Luke Cage versus Gotham. Gotham wins that by a mile, right? And then you do Jessica Jones. Then you do Jessica Jones versus Supergirl. Jessica Jones wins that. So, out of your four best shows, DC TV has three that are better than uh, that are better over. than your four. Right. And it's not over; it's still growing. Right. It, uh, Marvel Netflix could still be growing. We don't know that either. So, and even if you want to put Defenders versus Legends or Defenders versus the crossovers, I'd still give it to the crossovers over Defenders. I just think the story was better. The story was more consistent. Mm-hmm. And it was a straight straight drive rather than kind of steaming all over the place in certain moments. So I'd give the crossovers more than I would the defenders. Now, I know a lot of people would go, oh, that's just blasphemy. I just do. That's my opinion. That's fine. That's so I put the best four DC TV shows versus the best four Marvel Netflix shows. DC comes out on top. Again, in my opinion, I'm curious to see what you and Daniel think, but I don't uh-huh. think it's, it's as easy as people make it seem. Um, but that's not discrediting the Netflix shows at all. They're both great. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me I had to pick one, I'm most definitely picking three DC shows over the three uh, Netflix shows. Daniel, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't know if anybody remembers from last week, but I blew everybody's mind when I said I hadn't seen anything past Daredevil season two. Oh, wow. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, but I will, I'm going to, I'm going to help you out here. Uh, so I haven't seen Jessica Jones, haven't seen Luke Cage, haven't seen Iron Fist, haven't seen Defenders yet. Um, I tried the first season of Gotham just cause I am such a big Batman fan. Couldn't get through it. Jada Pinkett's Pinkett Smith's, uh, character. I wanted She's to awful. jump through, jump through the screen. Um, so I, I, I haven't picked it back up. But, uh, and I, I am also going to blow your mind here. I haven't seen Arrow. I haven't seen The Flash. I haven't seen Supergirl. 
Haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow, but this is what I can tell you. I worry about Daredevil you. season one and two were absolutely fantastic. They're some of the best TV that we we have, best superhero TV that we have. Um, now, even though I haven't seen the rest of both universes, uh, I have heard from numerous people that they absolutely love um, Arrow. They absolutely love The Flash. The Flash probably the number one. Um, they love Supergirl, it, it, but more so after it left CBS and went over to the CW, uh, and they and they like what they see out of Legends of Tomorrow because they're seeing all these different characters that they never thought that they would see on screen, whether that be in a movie or TV, like Vandal Savage and all all these all these other guys and the Justice Society of America and all that kind of stuff, right? So. <laughs> based on solely what I have heard from a number of people, whether it be friends or reviewers or anything like that in the online community, they absolutely love the DC universe and they probably like half of the Marvel universe. And if we're including uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they don't like they don't like it, or a majority of people don't like it. If we're including, um, what's the other one, Inhumans, it, 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 it hasn't gotten great reviews, or at least we, we've heard it's, it's, it's not great because of the showrunner and all that kind of stuff. Um, but are we, are we including Legion? Oh, my God. No. That's, that's X-Men. That's, uh, that's Fox. So it, this, is, this is specifically MCU. It's not just Marvel banner. It's just MCU. No. Right. Because that would change the game. Yeah, yeah I know. If we added okay. that as the third one, yeah. it really starts yeah. to change it. Okay, so good. based based solely on what I have heard, and even and and you have to admit, like uh, this, is, I'm trying to be as fair as possible because I've seen Daredevil. I haven't seen the rest. I would have to if I was going to watch one. I guess is what I'm going to say. I would I would jump over to DC and start watching those shows. Yeah. Okay. See, it's not hard. I mean, it's not really much of a debate. No, it's just. Like you said, here's the thing. I, I love both sides. I really, really enjoy the Marvel Netflix side. Like, I like these shows more than I think most people do. And I love the feel of it. And I like the fact that it's only 13 episodes. And I like the fact that mm-hmm. it's grounded. You know, all of them. Like, in, in a way, even though there's some, of them, some of them have their low points, some of them have their high points. But I enjoyed all of them um, in their own way, some more than most. Um, but the DC TV shows are creating a world especially the CW, and I'm not even including Gotham and, and Lucifer, which mm-hmm. are great shows on the phone part, because they are good. Like, Lucifer's really good if you give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And Gotham has gotten way better since the beginning. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> but by itself, I don't really need to see that mingle with anything. Mm-hmm. But the CW shows, which are this giant community now, between Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and Legends and soon Black Lightning, that is, um, like, its own universe, even though it's multiverse, <laughs> its own multiverse on CW, and it's, like, amazing. It's amazing to watch, even though I think some of these, I don't think they need to be this long. They're like 20-plus episodes, but that's how network television is. And I think that's mm-hmm. where it, it falls apart. It's because they're so long, you're going to have these episodes that are like unnecessary fillers. Agreed. And that's what happens on network television. If this streaming service actually takes off, right. great chance for DC mm-hmm. pull them back and mm-hmm. put them on their streaming service, only give us 15 seasons. Uh, 15 episodes a season. <laughs> 15 episodes a season. I can see it. I mean, Titans looks amazing. I know it's not a CW show, but I think we, we would lump this in too, right? Yeah. Because if you like Berlanti, 
Yeah, Greg Berlanti. Well, no, it's DC TV, so you have to. Right, and then MCU is Netflix is their best shows mm-hmm. because you do have Agents of Shield, right. which is subpar. Right. Like I, I don't hate now, it at all, but it's not that. It great. will, it will be interesting to see if when Disney makes their own streaming service, if they pack up and take all their Marvel properties with them away from Netflix. That'd be insane. Well, they said Netflix is already clamoring to keep. Yeah, I think that's have. that's technically staying apparently. Yeah. So, because I guess they have that deal. It's gonna stay there for a while, so I don't think they gotta worry about losing the Netflix characters, which is fine. We'll see what happens with Disney and the Marvel side of it. Now, you know? what what is in jeopardy is if they do have a streaming service, Moon Knight stuff like that. Yeah, more that, than the streaming that would service. scare me. But you know what? Yeah. Right. I, you could get Marvel Knights out of it. I know, and that would Blade, Blade that would be enough to get, to get me to get Disney app if they do Marvel Knights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, Marvel Knights could include the Defenders, technically. Right. Well, the <laughs> issue is though, Punisher's over here. Right. I mean, how are you bringing them over here? You don't have to. I mean, Marvel Knights could just be included with just like Blade, Moon Knight. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Can Rider. we can we just and talk about the the yeah. concept of the Punisher? Can the Punisher be as good as fucking Daredevil? Like, is that too much I think to it ask can at be. this point? Like, it I'm, might not, be, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick towards, like, the last shows, but, like, come on. Might be I'm going to the Punisher as good as I'm you did in season honest. two of Daredevil. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. It's possible. I spoke to someone who worked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> who the hell is wrong with you, Joel? I work with. I, I work with. God damn it, Joel. I spoke to someone who worked um, close to the Punisher. What are you talking about? Uh, no, I spoke to someone who worked close to the Punisher set. Sources. And he said, honestly, it's the best feeling he's had since the first season of Daredevil. Nice. And Good. when he said when he said that, I was just like, so better? And he goes, I'm going to let you, you know, judge for yourself, but it's the best feeling I've had since season one of Daredevil. And I was like, all right, that's saying a lot. Because if, if you're saying it's better than season two of Daredevil, right. which I hold as the second best, um, and some people the, hold it off even higher than the first one. Right. So yeah. you just say that, and that was our introduction to the Punisher. Right. That's saying a lot about this. And, it's, and it's longer than I thought. I thought it was gonna be eight episodes, and it's thirteen. Episodes. Thirteen, good. Yeah. It should be. It should be. So, I, think I, hope, I hope. I hope it's gonna be good. Be it, it looks like, already. Good. The thing with the MCU still, the, the Netflix series itself, is they come off like HBO, like. Uh, you know, uh, something that HBO did back in, like, the early 2000s. Uh, that type of feel and grittiness, and, and they don't care. But yeah. DC TV, you, it's like whatever you like, basically, because DC TV universe, everything on, uh, that you see on CW, that's more kind of like the DC animated universe. It's got a very much a similar feel and, and, and style as that. So it's like, you know, it, it's whatever you're going to like more, but I think that DC TV has done a better job uh Overall, yeah, I agree. Overall, isn't it interesting yeah. that the uh, like Daredevil and Luke Cage and all that kind of stuff is like uh, it's MCU, but it's like MCU adjacent because they only refer to the Avengers as like the event or whatever, and you and Captain America's name came up once perhaps. Um, but isn't it interesting yeah. that that's connected to the more successful franchise than the DC universe is, and it's not as good? Hmm. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's not as strong. I like that DC is a part of a multiverse, but I like that Marvel has little subsections that can't really do anything about. Like, For even sure. Spider Man right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Marvel's so confined by right. what they can do. Right. And I don't mind. Absolutely. Defenders don't need to interact, ever interact with Defenders, and I wouldn't be upset or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I do want to see Marvel Knights or at least uh, Midnight Suns or some shit. I want to see the mystical side of Marvel. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to do it. Is it Netflix? Or maybe they do it in the Marvel app or whatever the fuck they're going to do. I do want to see Moon Knight and Ghost Rider. And even though we got Ghost Rider on, he just showed, he looked awesome. Mm-hmm. He's he fucking Blade again. Uh, Blade would be amazing. I, and I hope Wesley comes back. That would, be, that would be awesome to see Wesley come back. But yeah, Did anybody here see that series that they made, the Blade series? Was it on Spike or something like that? Yes, I, I did, did watch it. It was, it was pretty cheesy. <laughs> it was. It was the fighting was terrible until like the last episode, and then they canceled it. Mm. <laughs> oh, they finally. I didn't, I didn't see it. I will say this: it was okay. It wasn't great. The best Blade we've had since the movies, that animated series, was so fucking well done. Blade animated. They had a Blade animated series. I'll show it to you later. Anime or animated? No, no anime. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so fucking well. Anime, they have four. Yeah, I do know what yeah, you're talking Wolverine about. Yep. and Iron Man. Yeah. They were all good. They were all really, really, really good. I'm I'm really pissed that they stopped making all of them. Yeah. I mean, fuck. You know, Wolverine looked like a, like a teenager, but that's not. Yeah, but it was good. <laughs> and possibly one of the only times we're going to fucking see Omega Red, it looks like. Yeah, it's true. I really like Jeez, it. Jeez, I love me some Omega Red. Logan would have been the perfect time to have some Omega Red. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not even, it is connected, but it's not connected because the Wolverine and the X-Men anime looks nothing like the Wolverine and the Wolverine anime. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But we've had so many great debates. We have went on tangents, but they all had a purpose. Um, I think we all have realized where we lie on some of these topics. Um, so just to kind of glance back through, Dark Knight kind of beat out Winter a soldier. Uh, so Avengers beat out Civil War. Uh, we figured out we prefer Sin City over Watchmen. We figured out TV universe is a little stronger than the Netflix universe of Marvel. Um, we also figured out how to properly cast for a lead role in a superhero movie. Um, and the last one, I kind of just want to glance through really quickly. If you guys don't think we've had enough to kind of go into this in detail, just say so. But I'm just curious, do you guys think it's a legit argument between Punisher Warzone uh, and how well done uh, what's-his-name was as the Punisher versus John Barenthal as the Punisher? Do you think we've seen enough of John Barenthal to have that conversation? Hmm. Oh, my God. I can't remember if I, Ray. No, it's not Ray. It's Ron. Yeah, yeah, Ray Stevenson. No, it's it's Ray, Ray Stevenson. Ray, yeah. Ray Stevenson was phenomenal as uh, as a Punisher. He was very much the comic book cookie cutter concept. Like they were trying to do basically back in the eighties and stuff like that with Dolph Lundgren, but just perfect. And I don't think the movie was that bad. A lot of people, I actually really like that movie. Netflix Punisher. It's like, what do you want? Netflix Punisher, the way that John Bernthal did it, he did it his own, and he's kind of like, to the comic book version, how Heath Ledger's Joker is, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. different in a way, but like, you know, he just, he embodied that version of it. And even though, yeah, it had aspects and stuff like that for comics, I would say personally that I like, oh my God, this is kind of hard. The Netflix Punisher better just because of uh, Bernthal's performance. But well, it's me- been lovely hanging out with you guys tonight, and uh, 
thanks as always uh, for all these wonderful debates and, 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 and stuff. Absolutely. And I want to just say this, Daniel, especially if you want to come back for, for next week. This is a topic I'm going to leave in limbo for next week. What was a better scene, the opening of Punisher War Zone versus the jail scene in uh, Daredevil Oh, season? wow. I'm going to leave that for awesome. next week. Cool. I'm going to leave that for next week. Oh, Joel, right. Right, he wasn't here when I was just when I was just saying. I was saying next week we're going to debate what was a better scene, the opening of Punisher War Zone versus the jail scene in Daredevil Season 2. Ooh. Mm. Oh, Joel, Joel, I just remembered yes, something sir. that I should probably, uh, probably say. Everyone out there, uh, for the contest, remember... We're going to uh, do the voting next Friday, uh, and then Saturday we will announce the winner on the show for the, the uh, casting contest. If you don't know what I'm talking about, on our page on Geek Vibes, we're doing a contest where you pretend that Martin Scorsese is doing the sequel to this uh, movie, this prequel of the Joker, and he's you know casting like all the crime families, like it's a crime-based movie, kind of like Goodfellas, if you will, in the 90s. Scorsese directing, who would he cast? Give a little bit of story detail. Uh, and I will keep tabs of everything. We'll do a voting, and the winner will get a brand new Corvette. No, I'm just kidding. You'll be on our website. We'll do a little feature, and maybe there'll be other things. Uh, maybe a pony uh, shipped to you, but I just wanted to mention that too. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah no, Dane, that, like I said, that's a great contest, man. And it, it, People have already started bringing out the big guns. With their uh, their fan cat, we've seen a couple good ones so far. Um, I can't get your mouse to work. Uh, it's broken again. It oh, must be. All right. Um, Dane, look at your phone. I'm about to text you. But Daniel, tell everyone where to. All find right. You. Oh, I think that's, that's right. Daniel, tell everyone where they can find you, bud. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me again, guys. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Symfinity and Beyond. You can also find me on the Geek Vibes Nation YouTube channel. Uh, I've been a little behind on videos, but I promise this week and after this weekend, uh, after Labor Day and all that kind of stuff, we'll be back up to date, probably get some stuff out there tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter at CNB Movies. Thanks for having me, guys. It's just fun. Absolutely. And, Joel, we know where we can find you. We don't really care to hear your you want me to plug you? You can find Joel where you find me, mother. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we close the show out, we do have two very special people that wanted to let you guys know what you've been listening to tonight. Hey, I'm Jason Inman, and you're listening to Geek Vibes. It's geeky, and it's vibey. It's awesome. Thank you, Jason. Hey, this is Maggie Gia, otherwise known as Poison Ivy on Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Yay. Um, hey, this is Matt Lesher. I play Eobar Thawn on DC TV's The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. If you didn't need, if you did not know, you most definitely know now. And just so you guys know, you know, this is just what happens when you listen to Geek Bob's Live every Saturday. You get some nice little nuggets like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. Yeah, just little things. I like I that. I, under, I believe I understand what you're saying, sir. You don't have to repeat yourself. <laughs> anyway, we do have Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, I did forget, but we do have him next Friday. What? Next Friday night, so we will be 
talking it up with Michael Rosenbaum himself. And because I keep forgetting her name, so Joelle has to help me. Lisa Vandervoort. Is that her name? Vandervoort. 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 Yeah, I she's listening right now. No, she's not listening right now. Not this second. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's not listening out there. What are you talking about, Joelle? I am talking about. Oh, no. Did I say Lisa? Her name is definitely Laura. Vanderford, yeah. <laughs> and she played what? Supergirl. Supergirl on Smallville. She played Supergirl yeah. on Smallville. She will be a guest on our show very, very soon. <laughs> Next couple of weeks. Anyway, <laughs> so that's gonna be a lot I like of fun. That. that was very subtle, right? It was subtle. It wasn't yeah, discreet. Very was... discreet. Yeah, very discreet. Very discreet. I'm very discreet. Joelle is never discreet. I'm super and discreet. always passive aggressive. Anyway, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's very true. Anyway, guys, but no, seriously, tune in to us every week, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, we are live, and we will always be having something fun, whether it's topics or a special guest. So do not miss it. Do not miss Daniel breaking down news um, as it breaks. He does an amazing job at it. Do not miss Dane. Give us, whether it's great contests, or great content, or just being a lovable teddy bear. Or the weather. (laughs) Or that, yes. Or do not miss... (laughs) 73 degrees in my room right now. Do not miss Joel doing Joel things. (laughs) No, but seriously, Joel gives us all of our goddamn scoops. So (laughs) that you cannot miss. Uh, And I'm just just here being Joan. No, but also I want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Caitlin, who is at home sick. And Caitlin, who I'm in Caitlin again. God, I can't talk. And Caitlin. It's a weird combination. Right? And Caitlin, who thought it was more important to give him. It should be twins of Game of Thrones. Right. Yes. And Game of Thrones, this Sunday night, we will be revealing the entire season and all of Game of Thrones. Do not miss it, guys. Can't end it. Oh, have to hit it. Hit that shit, bitch. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.